Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's called the Par- Minnesota Parents Bill of Rights. It's echoing other measures nationwide that are looking to limit what public schools can teach. Um, Senator Justin Icorn, Republican from Grand Rapids, said the package aims to empower parents in their children's education. They believe children, uh, he claims Democrats believe children belong to the system and not to their parents, and we believe that is wrong. Um, I don't believe that. I'm a parent with kids in public school, and I feel very empowered in my children's education. I can call the teacher. I can email the teacher. I can look at the parent portal. I can read any of the 50 million emails that they send me every day about their status, about their things that they were graded, about their school lunch, about if they were absent or tardy that day. There is so much communication between the school and me. It's too much, quite frankly. (laughs) I delete a lot of those emails. No offense, but I can be as involved as I want to be because the school, in my opinion, the public school that my kids go to is doing a great job keeping me informed. And I also talk to my children about what they're learning. So um, this package includes bill that would require districts and teachers to provide a range of information to parents, including syllabus details. Um, So again, that's what the Senate Republicans are planning to bring back. Um, they also want to establish a bunch of other things, but particularly we're talking about the Minnesota Parents Bill of Rights. So what do teachers think about this? Hmm. Mark Westfall is a social studies teacher in South St. Paul. And um, Mark, we've had him on the show before. We love dropping in and getting his perspective. Mark, you've heard about this, right? Oh, I've absolutely heard about it. And um, I think you had, you had mentioned a comment sort of about the political posturing or the gesturing that's out there. Grandstanding, I think, is the phrase you used. And mm-hmm. I do think a lot of it is political grandstanding. Um, with the, the Parents' Bill of Rights uh, that was just uh, proposed within the last day or so, there's about five different bills. And frankly, about three of them already exist in state statute. They've just added a little bit more language The problem is a lot of that language is ambiguous at best. It doesn't give any clarification to what exactly is needed to. What it's going to do, though, is create talking points for the next six to eight months before an election, create talking points immediately Mm -hmm. after an election, and not really deliver much of anything that parents actually need or could use. Don't parents have access to the syllabus and to all of your curriculum now? And would this create more work for you? 
It, it could create more work. And again, that it goes back to the vague writing of what's actually in the proposed bills. Um, most teachers do create a syllabus for their courses. And just like any college syllabus as well, things could change throughout the year. One of the things that uh, should be taken into consideration by uh, the senators who drafted this is state statute already dictates that teachers need to modify, differentiate, and adapt different lessons or learning abilities for different students. So we're doing that on a regular basis to begin with. In my 13-year career, I've had a handful of students ask me, or a handful of parents contact me and ask, what am I teaching about? Or my son or daughter said this, I need clarification. Mm -hmm. But in 13 years, I've never been asked to provide alternate uh, materials for a child. And again, that's actually already codified in state statute that, uh, that we can. Some of the language, though, uh, Senate File 2909, for example, says that the legislature further finds uh, that important information relating to a minor child should not be withheld, either inadvertently or purposely, from a child's parent, including a child's health, well-being, or education. I, I frankly don't know what that means, and none of the senators are going to clarify what that means either. Basically, it's saying it, it's accusing public school teachers of withholding information but they won't say what information is being withheld or mm. what exactly needs to be reported. So things like that are added into some of these series of about five bills that makes it really hard to defend or argue what are you actually saying? What are you for? What are you against? But it's mm -hmm. a great soundbite. Yeah. I, and we should call it like it is. This is parents who don't want like things like critical race theory or the Holocaust taught in their kid's school. That's what this is. Because if you teach critical race theory, which, by the way, just to be fully clear, no one, nobody is teaching critical race theory. It is a college-level theory, often not being taught ever in any college. No public school teaches critical race theory. And I, I got that from our Department of Education high-ups when we had them on the show. You don't teach critical race theory, do you, do, do you Mark? You're 100% correct in, in what you just said. Critical race theory is not something that's taught in Minnesota schools. Now, mm -hmm. where some people want to believe it is, is because more and more history teachers and geography teachers have been more inclusive in the history that they have been teaching. For example, I, along with numerous teachers throughout the state, will look at the standards and say, yes, we need to have the voices of the marginalized people who haven't been necessarily in all of our textbooks over the course of history for lots of different reasons. So you've got Paul Gazelka, and he's gone on the record numerous times in the last couple of days, again, saying that this is aimed at the social study standards. So I serve on the, I'm the vice president of the Minnesota Council for the Social Studies. And one of the things that we've been upset about, and we've tried to reach out to these different legislators who are propagating these Falsehoods, I think, is the best way to put it, is they continue to say stuff like, during the state standards revision, they're trying to eliminate George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, World War I, World War II, and the Holocaust from the standards. It couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. But again, they're great talking points to rally a base, to get upset, to get motivated to try to make change at an election time. It's disheartening, it's disservicing for the state of Minnesota. And furthermore, when we <laughs> take it to the next step of um, one of the bills is, again, to try to get more money into 
private schools or charter schools with the voucher system. I understand the concept of trying to, you know, you're just trying to get education for every child in the state. However, where the argument fails is our state constitution in the 13th article specifically says that education is going to be created by the state for the state's public school education system for all students. So it, it doesn't really, it doesn't pass the muster test at times when the arguments come out and you see them at pivotal times when it starts coming closer to a general election or when you start having uh, different, uh, different races start to heat up in the Minnesota legislature. So it really is disheartening. But parents and students have the option of going to a charter school. They have the option of creating a charter school. They have the option of going to private school if they want to. I guess, again, this seems like a false argument, and I'm hearing you say it's based on lies because they're claiming and whipping up their base that you are eliminating things like George Washington, which is just a flat-out lie. You're not doing that. That's, again, absolutely correct. And the the thing about the Minnesota State uh, Standards revision process within the past year, it's been open to the public. They've held numerous town hall meetings. It's been Mm -hmm. live-streamed. They've had public comment sessions to be able to do this. When you go to school board aspects, too, uh, Senator Chamberlain and uh, Senator Gazelka both said that, you know, there's no way for parents to be involved in the process. They're being eliminated from the process in favor of teachers who want to restrict them. Absolutely not. School board meetings, school board meetings are open to the public. The curriculum, which is the actual lessons that teachers are going to teach, that's created at the district level, not at the state level. The state's responsible for setting the standards. Here's a subset of, now we could have a different argument. It's incredibly difficult to teach 64 different standards in a 6th and 7th grade history class over the course of 39 weeks and have valuable meaning to that. It's incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. But that's not the argument either. Their argument is the curriculum. So why are we right. creating state statute? when it is a local issue. And that's the ironic thing. Most GOP members want education to be controlled locally by parents. So why are we also creating the overarching state laws that do exactly what they claim they don't want it to do? Create more bureaucracy at the top level. Would it create more work for me? Maybe. I I don't know for sure. I, as you pointed out, I have almost every single thing that I do in the classroom is on, we have a a product called Schoology. Others Mm -hmm. use Google Classroom. Others just have websites. My information's there. Any parent can access it pretty much at any time. And again, it's set up that you do go to your school board and ask for curriculum. You say, what are you doing? What is your process for your review cycle within your district? I want to be involved in that. That aspect isn't happening right now. So, Mark, uh, and by the way, we're speaking with Mark Westfall, who is a social studies teacher in South St. Paul. So if I'm a, a, a parent of your student and I say, hey, Mark, can you please share your curriculum with me right now? What's your answer? <laughs> what part of it do you want? How much of it do you want? And how quickly do you need it? Because it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, right now, again, I'm, I'm constantly evolving and adapting what's going to take place in my classroom. I've got my outline. Currently, we're talking about the Civil War in sixth grade Minnesota studies. 
but what I did last year needs to be tweaked and modified a little bit. I'm going to find a new source that I'm going to put in there. The kids are going to take me in a slightly different direction to get to our end goal. And that's the way education should be. If you're asking me to put out a set of curriculum and lesson plans a month in advance, or as some have argued, an entire year in advance, it's, it's impossible. And if you're doing that, you're doing your own students a disservice because you're not differentiating. You're not adapting. You're just piecemealing everything together, say, here's the rubber stamp, here's how it took place, bam, let's move on. That's not how education works. It's not how kids' minds work. It's not how teachers should work. So I'm going to word it a lot nicer than that, but I'm going to ask, what parts do you want to know about? Do you have a concern? And then I want to sit down with you in person if possible, because it could just be a misunderstanding, or maybe they do want to see the whole process. If they do, great. Here's my computer. I'll start projecting some things up. Let's go over it. What are your concerns? Now, Mark, when I as and other a teacher, teachers are you, have reached are you trying out, to hide anything? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, ahead, I sure sir. hope I'm not trying to hide anything. Um, what I was going to say is I, I, I am curious what, what some of our lawmakers are potentially trying to hide. We've reached out to them. We've said, talk to us. We're the people that are in charge of implementing the system of social studies delivery. Why don't you invite us to the table and ask your questions to us? we don't get responded to. And then the next day you see another interview where again, we're taking out world war two from the curriculum or we're taking out the Holocaust or Abe Lincoln is never going to be taught in schools anymore. Or we're just teaching how all white people are bad. And you're sitting there scratching your head going, where is this coming from? But step back and you see that it is a national movement that's happening right now. It's not isolated to Minnesota it's not isolated to Wisconsin. It's happening throughout nearly all the states right now, which is troubling. Sad, troubling, disturbing. And I go back, a political grandstanding. It is a trumped up solution created for a non-existent problem. I hope the voters of Minnesota, the parents of school children, are smart enough to see through this. You heard it from the mouth of an actual social studies teacher. He will be happy to send you what he is teaching your children, as they all will. Like I said, the communication is almost too much for me that I get from the school. But, uh, Mark, we appreciate all that you do, and we appreciate you laying this plane for us as parents and people who don't want to be fooled by the people that we elected or we don't want to be gaslit and we don't want to be that we don't want to have a spin on a trumped up solution to a, a fake problem. Uh, Mark Westfall, social studies teacher in South St. Paul, your students are lucky to have you and we are lucky to have you. Thank you for chatting with me today. Thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate you giving this a space because it, it's going to need it some more in the future as well, whether it's my voice or any number of others. It's important. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Yep. And and we'll keep having this conversation. We're going to keep talking to teachers. We'll keep talking to lawmakers. Uh, but I, I also think that you and I, parents, need to keep talking. We need to keep each other honest and truthful. And the fact that we don't want to create... We got enough problems, folks. Remember, we're living through a global pandemic. We have a lot of mental health issues with our kids and ourselves. We got enough problems. We don't need ones invented and, and people whipped up into a frenzy about things that are not existing. This is the critical rate, the critical race, the critical thinking skills that parents now need to employ. If you think your kids are being taught something that they're not being taught, just ask, reach out, talk. Nobody teaches critical race theory, but I for one wish they would.
I think it's important to know the history of black people in this country and how how they have been kept down and how how there have been laws like red line district and and Jim Crow laws that have kept them down from getting mortgages and moving to certain neighborhoods. People should be taught that our children should be taught that. Juneteenth should be taught. It all should be taught because it's truth. It is our history. We shouldn't shy from it. We should learn from it. We should welcome it. But don't worry. They're not teaching it yet because we don't want anybody's feelings to get hurt. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 